I'm not saying as a blanket rule, social media is not good or that you shouldn't be on it. But what I am saying is there is a very large segment of the market that needs coaching help, that needs consulting, that needs support, that are not on social media. And this means a couple of things. You are an amazing human being. You're a coach or expert who works hard to make a positive difference for your clients. I'm Joss Willard, and my mission is to help good coaches like you make great profits so you can live an amazing life helping the people you're meant to serve. This podcast is here to help with that. We'll be bringing you the information, resources, experts, and perspectives to allow your practice to make a difference, support the life you want, and reward you fairly and well for the impact that you bring. Welcome to Profit for Coaches. So I'm being accused of being antisocial. And if you believe the experts, it's going to kill my coaching business. Hi, I'm Joss Willard, host of Profit for Coaches. And on today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about being antisocial and the amazing opportunities that might exist for you and your coaching business if you too decide to be just a little antisocial. Enjoy the episode. Real quick, our goal here at the podcast is for these episodes to provide techniques, tools, skills, strategies, and inspiration that can help any coaching practice be more profitable. But you want your practice to be more profitable. And while you can get all kinds of great things from this episode and any episode of Profit for Coaches, what will help you even more is advice, guidance, and action steps designed around your unique situation, your life, your practice, your goals, your challenges. How can we best help you with that? The quickest way to get you exactly what you need for your practice is for you to head over to ProfitforCoaches.com. When you're there, click on and grab your Profitable Practice Scorecard. It's absolutely free. It just takes a few minutes. Fill out the scorecard. It will let us know exactly where your practice is and where you want it to go and what you're dealing with. Once you've done that, you'll get a response that tells you exactly what you can do next. The action steps you can take to make your practice more profitable and get you where you want your practice to be as soon as possible. So head on over to ProfitForCoaches.com and grab your Profitable Practice Scorecard today. Hey folks, welcome back to the program. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about being antisocial and in particular, whether or not I am antisocial. And I want to talk about it in a couple of different aspects or a couple of different uh, variations on the theme, if you will. So the first one is, by the time this goes out, we'll be in, it'll be the second episode of February, I believe. And you may have noticed by now that we only had one guest episode in January. And it's looking like we're probably only going to have one guest episode in February. And that's a little disappointing for us because we were aiming for two guest episodes a month. But over the holidays and all that kind of fun stuff, we had to make a few changes. We had some technical adjustments. And, you know, there were some scheduled things that didn't quite line up with guests from around the world. And we just had to, to push some things a little further down. But don't worry. I have not been hiding in a hole. Yes, I am an introvert. But no, that is not preventing me from being excited about talking to a bunch of coaches and folks who support coaches people who are doing hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars a year in revenue and who want to help you be able to do the same. So those are coming up. I'm super excited. Hang in there. A lot of great value and content is on the way. So hopefully that addresses the whether or not I'm antisocial in the I don't want to talk to people 
aspect of things. I'm not. I'm an introvert, which means that when I get tired, I can be antisocial, but we're not going to hurt the show that way. So now I want to talk about the other thing, social media. Am I anti-social media? And that one is a bit more of a nuanced answer. I have I have done a fair amount of experimenting with social media in the last year in particular. Over 2022, I did a bunch of experimenting, doing a little bit more going into 2023. You may have noticed a bunch more clips and captures from these podcast episodes going out, things like that. And I'm being a lot more directly active with people on the private message side of things, right? So interacting with folks one-on-one, having conversations, had folks asking me for advice on their businesses, things like that. So yeah, by the way, if you want to send me a direct message on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn, I'm out there. Feel free to do that. So I'm experimenting with social media, but I also have in the last few months sat down with folks who are running coaching businesses and people who are running multi-million dollar businesses that have nothing to do with coaching that have almost no social media presence, almost none. And that all got me thinking. And I've, I've felt this way for the longest time that social media is great as long as that's where your clients are when they're looking for you. But I've been having conversations lately about exit plans and exit strategies. And there are literally hundreds of thousands of business owners who are hoping to exit from their businesses in the next 10 years. In Canada alone, I believe the stat was something like 72% of all small business owners in Canada. This is across the age spectrum. This isn't just boomers who are in their 60s and 70s and trying to retire. Across the spectrum, 72% of business owners in Canada expect or hope to get out of their business in the next 10 years. And that is somewhere in the neighborhood of, it's over 800,000 businesses that are going to be up for sale in the next 10 years. Now, the vast majority of them aren't prepared for selling. They don't really have a business they can sell. They've got a job and a client list. They've got something that creates money for a lifestyle, right? Okay, that's fine. But here's the thing. As a business coach, believe it or not, I don't just work with other coaches. Probably half of my business is coaches and folks like you guys who are listening to the show. But a large percentage of my coaching business is working with these folks who are in their 40s and 50s who are running and own multi-million dollar service-based businesses that are generating great income, great revenue, and amazing or at least very solid lifestyles for them as owners. And they're not on social media. A lot of their business is word of mouth. A lot of their business is getting connected into, you know, they're, they're a vendor for two or three major clients or, or companies, or they're a rural business and they supply a region. Like there's, there's a lot of folks with a lot of very, very profitable, highly cash flowing businesses that don't go anywhere near social media because they don't need to. And here's the thing for you as a coach, by the way, if you're a coach who's thinking about, well, I'm not sure where my niche is, or I'm not sure where the money is. Hey, listen, business coaching for these types of folks, there's some great opportunities there. In fact, if you're interested in potentially digging into those opportunities as a coach, uh, reach out to me. Send me an email, joss at profitforcoaches.com. Be happy to talk with you about the amazing opportunities that are available in that space. But the point is, as a coach, if you were thinking about working with these types of clients, 
they're not going on social media to look for you either, right? They're not out there advertising their business. I mean, they've got a minimum presence on social media. You know, somebody taught them and somebody in their staff has said, yeah, we need to have a Facebook page or, or we need to have a website and a chat bot, or there's a minimal digital presence that needs to be there. But they're not investing a ton of money in social media marketing because they don't really need to. They're in large measure. They are business to business or they're business to consumer, but their consumer are all industrial or farm or something like that. Their clients aren't going onto social media when they're looking for the services or products that their businesses provide. There's not a big presence for them advertising and they're not spending a lot of time on social media looking for their service providers. So if they're looking to be better, if they're looking for someone to help them prepare their business for sale, or if they're looking for someone to help them make their business more profitable so that it's more attractive for sale, or if they're looking for any sort of help, most of the time, they're not looking on social media. Now, again, does that mean you shouldn't have a social media presence? No, that's not what I'm saying. I am not absolutely 100% against social media. There's some great things for social media. And absolutely, if you're working in some of the primary places that the coaching industry works, if you're doing fitness, if you're doing health, if you're coaching coaches, that kind of stuff, your clients are all over social media right? So figure out how to use social media. If you're providing coaching to certain age groups, to certain industry types or leadership coaching, things like that, there are large segments of the coaching industry's target markets that are on social media. And they're on social media when they're looking for what you do or when they're looking to be inspired or when they can be moved to decide that that's what they need. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not saying as a blanket rule, social media is not good that you shouldn't be on it. But what I am saying is there is a very large segment of the market that needs coaching help, that needs consulting, that needs support that are not on social media. And this means a couple of things. It means that you too can build a successful multi-million dollar business without relying on social media as your primary or even a major driver for marketing. It doesn't have to be one of your main marketing avenues or approaches. It certainly can be, but it doesn't have to be. So there are businesses out there that have been going for decades, generations even, that have built up, that are perfectly strong, that are doing just fine without marketing on social media, which means you too can have a business that is perfectly strong without marketing on social media, especially if your target market is any of those other businesses that aren't on social media, because that's not where they're going to be looking for you. And you're certainly not going to find them there, right? So as I've had probably a dozen plus conversations in the last few weeks, maybe the last few months, but as I've had those conversations, it's reinforced for me that those opportunities are there, that there are many ways to build your business, to bring in your clients, even if you don't like social media, if you don't feel comfortable on social media, or alternatively, if you're one of those people, and there are a lot of us out there, if you're one of those people who struggles to use social media purely for business purposes, and you wind up whenever you open up Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram or TikTok or whatever the platform is, you're one of those people that cannot help but consume. And don't get me wrong, these platforms are built specifically to leverage your psychology to make it as difficult as possible for you to not consume. It's very much about 
getting you scrolling, getting you watching, getting you hooked in so that they can rent your eyeball space to other people. And I'm not going to get into, you know, what's ethical, what's legal, whether it should be, you know, I'm not getting into any of that. I'm just as a pure business model for social media apps, you, the user, the consumer of content, you are the product for them. They're monetizing your attention. Okay. So it's very difficult to spend any time on social media apps without getting sucked into consuming more than you expected to or more than you wanted to. This is why doom scrolling is a thing. Leaving aside the whole, the psychology of it and how healthy or unhealthy it is and how dangerous it can be and all of that stuff. You can watch whatever documentaries you want to watch or, or see whatever stats are out there. There's a ton. I'm not a big fan of it. I'll just put it that way, that particular part of it. But what I'm saying is if you're a person who struggles to use social media strictly for business and strictly as a content creator, that's understandable. And if that's the case, you have a couple of options. You can, there are apps that you can get. There are tools that you can use that can help you to set up so that all you do is create, set up and post and put it out there. Now that can also hamper some of your business efforts. If you're trying to grow community on social media, if you're not actively in there in those spaces where it's consumed, then you're not in the comment section. It's very difficult to interact and use some of those strategies that make social media super effective as a business strategy, as a marketing strategy, right? A way to build community, a way to build relationships, commenting on other people's posts, commenting on other people's comments, responding to comments uh, on your posts, all that kind of stuff. It's almost impossible to do that if you're not in the social app itself and consuming to a certain extent. There are strategies that you can use. You can learn them. There's a, a lot of stuff you can do to put boundaries around yourself, to help protect yourself from it, to do some work. And you can learn those things. You can invest in those things. You can, you can do that if you like. And if your audience is there, it's well worth or may very well be worth investing in those things. Another option is don't do it yourself. Instead, hire somebody to do it for you. When you do that, you've got to get really good at making sure that that person understands your voice, that person or group of people, that they understand your voice, they know what you're trying to do, that they can very authentically, for lack of a better term, recreate you and represent you on social media on your behalf. It gets trickier depending on, on how you're doing it. There's a ton of folks out there who have people doing a bunch of direct outreach. It's especially prevalent on LinkedIn. There's a ton of bots and people from other cultures who don't quite understand or don't quite line up with your culture, your humor, who will be out there just spamming people on your behalf. That's not a good thing. It's a violation of LinkedIn terms of service, actually, but there's still a ton of people out there selling those kinds of services. So you have to be careful with that. You can also look at potentially, you know, AI is a big thing now. You've got ChatGPT, a bunch of different AIs out there now that people are using to write posts on their behalf. LinkedIn is looking at as actually advertising that you can use their AI to help you write better comments when you're leaving comments back and forth. So AI is getting into this for better or for worse. There's some places where uh, the AI is very obvious and very clunky and that's not great. There are other places that it's really difficult to tell. We've got some great copywriters who are using AI to come up with the base and then they're going from there. So yeah, you could potentially invest in AI. There are a lot of different things that you can do to make social media work better for you or be less of a trap for you if that's where you need to go, if you if that's what you feel you need to do for your particular 
for your market. And in fact, we're going to have Amy Yamada on the show here in the near future talking specifically. She's done a lot of work with the new chat GPT and how coaches can use that to help them write, make better offers, write better posts on social media, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, we're not opposed to that. We're going to explore that in depth. But while yes, all of those things are potentially good options, they're also potentially just putting patches on challenges for you. And the fact is you don't have to use social media. Even if you're in fitness, you don't necessarily have to use social media, although that's a, that's a really tough one to get away from it. But even, even in those markets where a large portion of the target market is on social media, there are still people that aren't. So once again, am I antisocial? I don't think so. I simply think it isn't always as necessary as people today seem to believe it is. And I think that you can still build a very good, very profitable, very lucrative coaching business without depending on social media. So share with me your thoughts. This one is a little controversial, I think. So by all means, please send me an email, joss at profitforcoaches.com. Let me know. Do you agree with me? Am I out to lunch? Is social media the only way that you're going to be able to build your business? Or am I on the right track? Do you agree with me that, you know what, social media is great, but it's not an absolute necessity? Or are you even further? Are you a person who's like, nope, social media is evil. It's destroying the world. And if I can avoid it by any way, shape or form, I'm absolutely going to do that. Let me know. Joss at ProfitForCoaches.com would love to hear your thoughts, especially between now and when we meet back here next week. That's it for this episode of Profit for Coaches. I've been your host, Joss Withard. To make sure you never miss a new episode, go to ProfitForCoaches.com to subscribe now. You'll also find all the show notes, resources, guides, links, freebies, and other goodies that we mention on the show. Plus, we've got some special bonuses there just for our subscribers. So to make sure you profit fully from this and each new episode of Profit for Coaches, go to ProfitforCoaches.com now.